Okay, so we are in Proverbs 12 as we are going through the Proverbs and, and reading them, going uh, through them, not necessarily verse by verse, but uh, just uh, it is good to hear every proverb and to read them and to chew on them a little bit. So with that, if there's one of these verses that you think is good or sounds a bit strange, uh, please interrupt me, but we're gonna, I'm going to try to move through Proverbs 12 and uh, see if there's some, uh, some way we can pick up some, some jewels of, of wisdom here. Proverbs 12, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but he who hates reproof is stupid. Uh, kind of, yeah, why don't you tell us how you really feel, Solomon? A good man obtains favor from the Lord, but a man of evil devices he condemns. No one is established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous will never be moved. An excellent wife is the crown of her husband, but she who brings shame is like rottenness in his bones. The thoughts of the righteous are just, the counsels of the wicked are deceitful. The words of the wicked lie in wait for blood, but the mouth of the upright delivers them. The wicked are overthrown and are no more, but the house of the righteous will stand. A man is commended according to his good sense, but one of twisted mind is despised. Better to be lowly and have a servant than to play the great man and lack bread. I thought this one, verse 9, was, was in was in particular, this was relevant to our time, um, that everybody in social media and wants to give the appearance to be a great man, right? Verse nine, to be a person of, uh, hey, you need to follow me on social media. Look how smart and wise I am. Um, but yet their own lives are pathetic and empty. Uh, they think they have all this wisdom, right? To be a Better to be lowly and have a servant than to play the great man and lack bread. To lack the very, um, the real treasures in life, you know, um, these real things. That played out last week on social media with the, the woman who claimed to be a great mother wisdom to people on the internet and ended up getting jailed for child abuse. Oh, really? Oh, yes. I didn't hear about this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was, quote, an influencer and had a, a, quite a following and turned out she was neglecting him yeah. her children. Neglecting her own family. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Better to be lowly and have a servant than to play the great man and lack bread. Uh, to be chasing after uh, after the 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 things that are celebrated by a you know a fallen world, uh, and then to starve to death. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good example. I think. Here's a here's an interesting one too in verse ten. Whoever is righteous has regard for the life of his beast, but the mercy of the wicked is cruel. So. Uh, there is a, in reading about some of these passages and stuff, one of the commentators mentioned that he knew an old Jewish farmer who had this in his barn. Um, 
you know, whoever is righteous has regard for the life of his beast, right? These, and this is part of Luther in, in the creed and, and talking and in the commandments also when he says, the Lord, you know, has given me wife, home, family, animals, and all that I have to take care of. This is a reminder, uh, verse 10 uh, is to have regard for those who've been put under your care. Uh, in so much and in so far, Solomon says, the life of your, your animals, your land, cattle, your hamster. <laughs> um, hopefully you, you're eating your cows and not your hamsters. And uh, it made an impression on this, this, this commentator of, with this story that every time this, this gentleman walked into his barn, you know, we think of having Bible verses in our church and maybe some Bible verses around our house, but he even had it in his barn and this was the verse he had in his barn to remind him of his God-pleasing vocation of taking care of his, his beasts. Um, this, this is a good thing. Uh, I think it's um, Bill Murray has a saying where he says, uh, how, how does it go? He says, um, I, I rarely trust the character of someone who doesn't like animals, but I always trust an animal who doesn't like pe- uh, the certain person. So uh, to not have regard for, for the live, for, for animals, to not have regard for, for, <clears throat> for these that have been put, right? What did God say to Adam? To, have, to take dominion over creation. Uh, dominion is not a bad word. It's to take care of it. It's to use it. And, and we are told in the Psalms that creation praises God, right? We hear stars praise God. The animals, they praise God. How do they do it? Well, they do it by being who they are, cows. They fulfill their vocation by being cows, by being given to us to use rightly. Uh, but, to not, but to not have a cruel, but to not have a cruel mercy, isn't that an interesting way? What do you th- how would you reword that? Think about this. And, and this is in the context of taking care of animals and the beasts that, that God has given us. But the mercy of the wicked is cruel. That's an interesting word puzzle. The mercy of the wicked is cruel. Oh, right. Okay. So with, yeah, yeah, euthanasia and people. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we are being merciful to you, but it's cruelty. Yeah. The nurse here in Dallas that was convicted of killing yeah. people. Yeah. Um, Chamir Mir? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know that name because um, uh, somebody who was involved with that case very, very early on, I had, I had occasion to, to stumble upon somebody. And uh, we were talking at the very beginning of that case when it was just one, one that they thought. And they said, this is, there are hundreds. Yeah. yeah. This nurse was in, do y'all know this story? Is in nursing homes mm-hmm. and he was suffocating people or yeah. putting, them, putting them to death. And then telling, telling their loved ones, oh, they, they passed peacefully. Yeah. You know, oh, they, they you know, it, it was their time, you know. A cruel, 
cruel mercy. The, yeah, messing up their medications and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The mercy of the wicked is, is cruel. Yeah, think about that. Mm. Whoever works his land will have plenty of bed, bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits lacks sense. Whoever is wicked covets the spoil of evildoers, but the root of the righteous bears fruit. I, I think this one is, is a tough one uh, for me, I, I think, but, but also in particular for us who want to see the best, we want to see good things succeed um, because, you know, in our, our fallen, our, our, the temptation to be wicked is to covet the spoil of evildoers. Even David says this in, in the Psalms. He says, God, see all these bad people? Why do they always get their way? Why is it that these, you know, these people who have no care for your word, you know, they have no care for, for righteousness, they have everything. And here I am, <laughs> little poor old me, you know, woe is me, nothing ever goes my way. Um, yeah, that, that I think, uh, yeah, there's a reason these, these can hit home in many ways. Um, but the root of righteousness bears fruit because fruit takes what? What is it that bothers us about fruit? Oh, vegetables for that matter too. <laughs> we have to eat it. Oh, bef before that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fruit takes time, doesn't it? It takes time to grow. You can't force it. And also with Jesus talking about, you know, the, the parable of the, the, the tree that isn't bearing fruit and, and the farmer comes and says, oh, wait, 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 don't, don't cut it down. Let me put some manure around it, right? Let me fertilize it, right? And, and, and let's just wait. You know, righteousness is... You know, there's a reason there are so many scripture passages that say, wait on the Lord, wait on him, trust in him. Um, because yeah, the spoils of evildoers, they can, they can get things pretty quick. But true fruit, you know, the fruit, the root of the righteous, uh, I, I think there's something in this, some wisdom in this, in that regard too, that the Lord calls us to be patient to wait. But man, I want to, yeah, exactly. I want to eat that fruit right now. I want to have the joy right now, Lord. Uh, give it to me now. Um, but the root of the righteous bears fruit. That's the, the interesting word is root. Mm -hmm. Because it's grounded, it's deep, and it's sustainable. Yep. Yep. The um, Psalm, Psalm 1 talks about the man who is planted, who has, and, and right, what is Jesus in the parable of the, the parable of the soils talks about having deep roots, right? And, and growing. And that takes, that takes time. And Jesus himself says, I am, I am the vine, right? You are the, you are the branches, right? S staying connected. So as long as you have those, those roots, you know, you will, you will bear fruit. 
trust and, and faith and going forward and trusting, trusting God. Because an evil man is ensnared by the transgression of his lips, but the righteous escapes from trouble. From the fruit of his mouth, a man is satisfied with good, and the work of a man's hand comes back to him. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. The vexation of a fool is known at once, but the prudent ignores an insult. Whoever speaks the truth gives honest evidence, but a false witness utters deceit. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. The one, I like that, verse 18. The one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Oh yeah? Well, you know what you did to me? Deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil, but those who plan peace have joy. No ill befalls the righteous, but the wicked are filled with trouble. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. A prudent man conceals knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaims folly. The hand of the diligent will rule, while the slothful will be put to forced labor. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. One who is righteous is a guide to his neighbor, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. Whoever is slothful will not roast his game, but the diligent man will get precious wealth. In the path of righteousness is life, and in its pathway there is no death. Man, that's a pretty bold statement there in verse 28. Um, it's kind of like Jesus when, um, I think it's the little girl that, that dies, or is it Lazarus? I can't, I can't keep these two straight. When I think it's Lazarus. When they say, hey, Jesus, Lazarus is dead. And, and Jesus says, oh, he's just sleeping. And then they laughed at him. This backwoods Nazareth hillbilly. He doesn't know the difference between death and sleep. Uh, and it's one of the great times in the Bible when you can just imagine Jesus face palming. He's like, no, <laughs> I know, I know he's dead, <laughs> but, it is for, but it is for your good that he has died, that I was not here. Um, you know, this, you know, if we take this in verse 28, the path of the righteous is life and in its pathway there is no death to say, well, I must not be righteous because I face death. You know, friends die, families, they die, and such like that. But you can see what the proverb is, is really saying. Um, really, in, in the path, Jesus, the way, he is the truth and the life. And yet, the power of death has been taken away. Death no longer has dominion over us. Uh, this one thing that gets society to stop in its tracks in uh, our pathway, and as we go uh, in the righteousness, on the way of Christ, there's no death. What is death? It's nothing to us anymore. A short little hiccup on our path and in our way. 
So it's, it's those sayings, you know, Jesus said, whoever believes in me, uh, you know, though he die, yet shall he live. Uh, whoever, whoever believes in me shall not, will not die. And Lazarus is sitting right there dead. <laughs> I mean, either Jesus is, is a, you know, a used car salesman who's like, yeah, you won't die. Well, no, don't pay attention to Lazarus. No, don't worry. But he says, I will show you. Lazarus, get up. And Jesus says, there you go. I show you I can do what, what I say I'm going to do. Death, it's just like waking up from a nap. Any thoughts or questions? Anything else? Yeah, the Proverbs, they're, they're pretty great. They have a lot of wisdom in them, and sometimes it's just one little verse. You know, it's proverb, 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 proverb. They seem very loosely connected, but man, they're jewels. They're like pearls on a necklace, all, all very beautiful and all, all wonderful and a, a gift of God. A prudent man conceals knowledge, but the heart of fools proclaims folly. How do, you, what, how, do you, how do you see that as a treasure? Well, someone who, who knows something or is mm. of knowledge yeah. profess it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, so like spreading. Right. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. People come to them for, and they just they answer, but those who have nothing to say or are fools. <laughs> yeah, they're out there they're saying out, everything. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's one of the interesting things about our, 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 our generation, our life right now is that everybody, everybody has a soapbox, right? All you need is, is, is this, right? And everybody has, has a, a spot where they, they are considered an authority on some matter, but they're really fools. Yeah. 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 Good one. Good, good one, yeah. Okay, so one of the themes maybe that we see in, in Proverbs 12 here too is, is this idea of, of what, is, what is righteousness, what is folly, what is foolishness. Um, are, it seemed like a number of the Proverbs in this section were talking about how we use our mouth, uh, our lips, and what are the, the things that Solomon encourages us by the Holy Spirit to do. What are, the, what are the things we should be seeking after from these Proverbs in, in using our words and our mouth uh, and, and to not be slothful, to take care of, of that which God has called us, right? Taking care of our beasts, like these little beasts that run around. They're like this tall for a while and then they're on four legs in the morning and then they're on two legs at night. Y'all know that parable, right? That, that, that one and then three legs in the Anyway, um, take care of your little beasts. <laughs> All right, we close with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that Solomon, by your Holy Spirit, guides us and gives us treasures, your word, uh, that we might consider it, that we might this week um, chew on it, uh, if you will, uh, to contemplate uh, the wisdom of your Holy Spirit in our daily lives and where you have called us to follow a path of righteousness and to not follow the fool and his folly. Grant us this, dear Heavenly Father, for the sake of your Son, Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen.